0: Hey, Schmezettes, you're listening to Listen, Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty and I'm
1: Emily.
2: Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans.
0: So many reviews. Whoa, guys. In case you missed it, this week, this past week, we put out four reviews. Videos, videos, videos. For you to watch. We put out *Fine Neverland, It Should Have Been You, An American in Paris, and The King and I reviews. Watch those reviews on the YouTube. Watch those. We have more coming up for you. We will be doing a 20th century review on the 20th yes. century. People have been asking. We um, were unable to procure tickets to that show, so we had to by them. Mm. And they were well sold. So I don't have tickets until mid May, but I'm planning on trying to see it this week. So we will get that review to you as soon as we both have seen it. Yes. So take your panties out of that twist. (laughs) And all the rest of the shows will open before our reviews come out. If you
3: want us to see On the 20th Century and review it, a s a p you are welcome to purchase tickets for us
0: mm-hmm.
3: We will gladly accept them at yes. any time uh except for this coming week because uh-huh. i there's no time to see shows right I'm seeing lots of shows this week
0: yeah, next week's kind of booked too Ye-
3: I think I could see something on on the thirtieth is the next day that I have. A, um not oh, something yeah, to see. Oh yeah, that might
0: actually be right. So if you want to buy us tickets for
1: the for 30th, the
3: 30th, anytime after the 30th, mm-hmm. give us a holler at pattyandemily@gmail.com for yeah. tickets, please.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A show we saw a while ago that opened that we forgot to talk about because there have been too many shows. Too many shows. That people asked us to talk about and will happily oblige. Yes. Is Hand to God. Hand to God. I loved it. It was great. Fantastic. It was really funny. Um, So this show, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of the buzzy show uh, that's uptown.
3: (laughs) The Uptown Buzzy Show. The Um, Uptown Downtown Buzzy Show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because it moved from downtown. Mm. It's about uh, like a teenage boy who is in a puppet ministry with his mom. A puppet ministry? Yeah.
3: Is that what she
0: calls it? Yeah. Is that what you would call it? A puppet ministry? Yeah.
3: Sounds weird. That makes it sound like the priest is a puppet.
0: Well, no. It's like you're you're doing your ministry work through puppets. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, they're preparing to do like a show during the service.
3: I thought it was just an after school activity.
0: No, that's why Mark Kudish is always like, "Hey, when are you going to be uh-huh. ready to do your show?" I but thought it's going to be like a oh. Jesus show.
3: Uh, well, I got that, but oh. I th- I don't know, puppet ministry makes it sound like that's what all of the things are called
0: serious music ministry Maybe I just don't understand how the word ministry is used in the
3: context of Christianity. It sounds ministry makes it to my ear, my Mm -hmm. Jewish ear makes it sound like you are going to be on the street preaching to people with your puppet because it's your puppet ministry.
0: That would be m- puppet ministry if you wanted it that to, be, sounds it like really to That sounds like really
3: extreme. And I guess my when I saw the show, I just thought they were like, having fun with puppets.
0: It's like puppet therapy or something. No Therapy through religious nope. puppets? No. No, they were planning to go out and minister with to people. With the puppets? The with the puppets, yes.
3: I don't think it was that serious. I mean, it was
0: generally going to be, I think, to the what? other Christians in the congregation, not necessarily it was, to I thought evangelize. they were preparing
3: it for like a kids show
0: like Perhaps. A, like
3: a kids service
0: maybe but or like the sort of thing where you perform
3: those, it in front of the entire congregation and they're like mm, that's
0: well, cute that's yeah. that's nice I mean I think that is what they're But like do, in the way where you're like
3: oh dear dear I fear he's touched
0: Well that's entirely possible but that doesn't
3: Oh man like I just Christianity is, just so escapes me
0: but I don't but you're describing what it is but you're confused by it. But when
3: I saw the show, I guess I didn't think they were that serious.
0: I don't know. I don't know why you think, I mean, it, I don't know why you're saying serious. Because, like, wouldn't it, it can I be a serious I'm trying, I guess serious I'm trying to imagine
3: to. the person who would listen to the puppet ministry and all of a sudden be like, yeah, Jesus is the answer. That puppet's super right.
0: Well, I think you are doing it. To be sort of fun Since it's a puppet ministry And also probably geared towards children They never showed the sh- They didn't right, have a show right, So they never right. sh- Showed a little bit of it Or were going to
3: For some reason I'm putting the words puppet was- and ministry together I'm sorry <laughs> I just the- didn't think this <laughs> was the discussion that we'd <laughs> I just, have I, When you said puppet ministry <laughs> All I could see were puppet versions Of everyone in the show I just saw Puppet Mark Kudich Preaching and I was like, no. is that what's happening? No, it
0: would be like telling Bible <laughs> stories using puppets. That's puppet ministry.
3: I just am so unfamiliar with the word ministry.
0: It just is ministering to the public. It's with puppets. Telling the good word. Oh man, it's weird. That's I guess it. we
3: had some Jewish bears at like Yom Kippur service. No, some not Yom Kippur, Jewish I'm sorry. Jewish bears? Rosh Hashanah. Just my synagogue.
0: What does that mean?
3: It was like teddy bears. It was like oh, characters okay. that the rabbi did. He oh. like came up with these teddy bear characters. He used to tell stories with them. But it was only at the children's service mm. on Rosh Hashanah. Mm. Anyway, okay. I fucking loved so, Hand to God. It was great, regardless of the puppet ministry great. or in addition with the puppet. I'm very well, confused. Okay, but I loved the show. Yeah, thought it was fantastic. The puppet work was incredible. Incredible, like. I thought that Stephen Boyer's um, puppetry work was the best I've ever seen live and in person because I, watching him and that puppet, I felt like I was watching two different characters. Absolutely. Two different performers. And
0: in a way that, oddly enough... Um, I didn't necessarily do with Avenue Q because they dress in blacks to sort of minimize themselves. Mm. Um, dressing in blacks is a theater term for when you just wear all black clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was watching the puppet. I wasn't watching him when the puppet was speaking.
3: Me too. Crazy, right? You know? Yes. Right? Fantastic work.
0: Really great. Incredible. And, um... Sarah Styles had oh, some puppet work wonderful. too.
3: Wonderful.
0: Some really great puppet work. I
3: adore her.
0: Also, just a great,
3: fantastic, funny,
0: weird character. I
3: Love her. Oh my gosh. I adore her. She mm-hmm. was so good mm-hmm. in Into the Woods. I know you have pe- feelings about the way that that character was portrayed in that production. Feelings. But I thought she was brilliant. I loved the choice. Yeah. I loved the choice. Patty didn't like the choice directorially. Mm.
0: Right, right.
3: Uh, um, performance wonderful mm-hmm. all around. Um, Mark Markudich. Mark fucking great.
0: He was really great and weird, yeah. but like perfectly weird. And that awkward. I mean, I was raised Catholic, so Catholic and Christian is not the same thing, mm. <laughs> even though Christian, Catholics are Christian. So that like preacher isn't a character I'm familiar with from um. my youth, but from the pop culture and also most of my college friends were Protestants so I got a little bit of understanding of of like the that kind of preacher basically a clergyman who could get married which was like beyond the scope of my comprehension <laughs> that's funny but just that awkward sort of smiling fun time but serious religious man mm, yeah
3: you know what mm, I mean I thought he was so hit the nail on the head of that sort of like the way he interacted with Geneva car was so fucking brilliant because he was the perfect amount of like nice and putting you at ease and being too fucking aggressive mm-hmm. but like in such a nice way that yeah. it's like and it's a perfect it's a perfect balance of 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 that thing where you know a man is putting a woman in a position that is making her uncomfortable, but he's doing it in a way that makes her also feel like she can't say no because she's being rude. Yeah. Until she hits her point, which was the, my favorite part of the things that have happened. Oh, God, yes. When she, oh, she, can we talk about her? Yeah. Because she, I feel like it's her show. Yeah. It's her story. Yes. And it's
0: her show. It absolutely is her story. Oh! Especially I just I just loved it. Everything that happens is a result of what has happened in her life. Yes, And, you know, and um, Stephen Boyer's character's right. life. They're sort of intertwined.
3: He's sort of but, like the driving force, but she... It's like her story. Yeah. Like, because he... Him and his puppet drive a lot of the action. Yeah, um, but it's her story. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I need to see it again. Yeah, I really want to see oh it again. Too. I want to go again, like right now. Yeah, after May thirtieth. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> after June fourteenth. Oh, Although god. if it's after June fourteenth, we may or may not ever be able to get tickets I know, to it. right? It's so good. It's really good. Go see it. Go see it. If you really want to like fuck with someone, don't tell them what it's about.
3: Definitely Especially take someone. If they oh my love god. god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like and like can't um objectively understand. Right, 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 right. Uh, it would be, you know, know Now
3: that you're saying that, I would Wonder if it would behoove them to be one act. Like, I wonder what their rate of crazy religious people leaving an intermission is. Probably, I'm sure, quite low. Because if you're religious, you're not going to go see a show that says Jesus loves you clearly as a joke on the outside of the theater. Right. You know. Right. God, I love those posters on the theater that say Jesus loves you and everybody's smiling really creepy-like. It's great. Yeah. So great.
0: But Hand to God, I believe, is an open-ended run for yes, now. So yes. it will probably be recognized whether it wins or not at the Tonys, but it will definitely be recognized.
3: The Tonys that mean nothing so, to anyone because well, they're a complete scam. Well, it means
0: to, to you, listener, whether you may or may not be able to get tickets in the future.
3: Mm. Well, we should just talk right now about how I just saw Hedwig. Okay. Huh.
0: John Cameron Mitchell.
3: I was not... Uh, prepared. But I told you. Okay, well jeez, <laughs> Emily. Why weren't you, Patty told you, why weren't you emotionally prepared for the impact that John Cameron Mitchell was going to have on your, your tears, your plentiful tears. Mm. I was because here's why. I was like, when John Cameron Mitchell was announced, I was like, yay, John Cameron Mitchell. That's exciting. I'll go see him. That'll be epic. And then when they announced Rebecca Naomi Jones, I was like, ah! <laughs> oh my god i worship her i have to go see her this is so incredible and so amazing because truthfully from emily i was like more excited about seeing rebecca like i was like i'm going to see john because he's amazing and he's hedwig oh my god i'm so excited about rebecca and then the show started and i began weeping because Mm. i was seeing hedwig yeah i saw hedwig she's hedwig she is hedwig i saw hedwig Felt to me like how I felt seeing Cher or Barbara Streisand or Bette Midler. Wow. That's what it felt like. Wow. I actually cried through over half the songs. Actually, I think the only song I didn't cry during was Sugar Daddy. Mm. Because I just love it. It's so fun. It's a fun song. But I think I pretty much cried through every
0: single other song. How mobile is he right now? I was shocked. Mm.
3: I mean... During the the, the tear me down, I mean, he was jumping around and like dancing and jumping, climbing all over the car. And then he said, you know, then he like settled down in his, to his chair and was doing mm -hmm. his crate stuff, which was really funny. Um, And so he was sitting for some things. um, But when he was standing, he was was jumping around. And I was like, oh, you can jump with that thing on. All right.
0: Oh, so he's still wearing the, he's still wearing the leg brace, but
3: he was, he was running around and jumping and he still uh, descended from the the wings, the that's the (laughs) word um yeah and it's just it's transcendent
0: okay I don't really want specifics because I do plan on going to see her okay but just a little bit about how amazing Rebecca Naomi Jones was
3: um I'll have her to wife so that's all you need to know okay but I knew that beforehand. okay okay so new information (laughs) Um, I I mean I don't I, I don't have, she's fucking incredible. Okay, just think it's about what, it's what, Think about what you know about Rebecca Naomi right. Jones' voice. Right, and right. How, and acting. Yeah. And then imagine how she'll be as Yitzhak. So, Great. what you've just imagined is sheer perfection. True. Great. And um, that's what's happening on okay. stage. Okay. <sighs>
2: Her voice.
3: Like, it, uh, Rebecca Naomi Jones mm. is so incredible. Her voice is insanity Yeah, and it, uh, I don't know how to process what I saw happen on the stage like there was just some notes that she hit mm. so effortlessly mm. and they were so she like was optioning up on things oh. oh my god her voice is a gift unto those who hear it and
0: how does she look in the Yitzhak outfit like not the finale. Aside from the finale oh, outfit, in, because oh, come on,
3: I I just I'm so attracted to her in both what kind outfits. What wig did they put she, her? In? It's in cornrows. Her <gasps> her natural hair is in cornrows. Oh my god! I know she looks That's fucking amazing. incredible. That's genius. she's like so hot as a butch. I mean, I was also sitting in the balcony, right? You know, I think she had maybe a little stubble on. I was uh-huh. I couldn't quite tell from how far away I was. Um, but she oh her she had like a way she walked oh man she was oh it was great it was great and then when she came back out I mean her, well, out, her finale outfit no spoilers I'm not gonna tell you okay but her finale well, outfit well I heard is, that it was different so well, different. I'm prepared for that and it's very Rebecca Naomi Jones
0: okay so cut off jean shorts no. that's what I picture ah, Rebecca ah, Naomi <laughs> Jones in because that's what she I'm wore not gonna in tell you.
3: I'm not gonna tell you no I I do have to be surprised because she looks fucking stunning she is a goddess and she is a gift unto us all
0: okay God, Amen. Gosh, Hand oh to God. God.
3: She's oh, she's so beautiful. Mm. She's so beautiful and she's so talented. Yeah. Oh, I just want her to be in all the shows all the time.
0: Yeah. Every day. We went to a non-theater theater event. That didn't make sense. What? What did we go see? We went to a Heidi Chronicles like talk. Why would that be a tra- non-theater theater, theater thing? Because I it was trying to say event. that it was like not a. We went show. to a
3: non-perform. <laughs> We went to a talk back.
0: Yeah, basically, it was a talk a back about the show. A discussion. We, yes,
3: at the Drama League. Oh, um, little known fact. I feel like a little known fact to people who are under the age of 80. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the Drama League has really cool events that you can go to for cheap. Um, they're usually, I think, I think they're like, what are they, $15? They were, it was $15.
0: It's
3: usually like 15 or $20 mm-hmm. for non Drama League members. I went to a. Uh, you know, a sideshow. It was like in conversation with Bill Condon back in a uh, few months ago, and it was fantastic. It was really interesting. There's a Q and A section. This was mm-hmm. also one in its a small room. There's yeah. only like what did you say 20, 25 seats, yeah, something maybe like that. Um, so it's like pretty. It's very intimate. And yeah, like we were
0: all just in that tiny room. Tiny room. Tracy Chimo yeah. and Jason Biggs and Elizabeth Moss. And Bryce Pinkham and Pam McKinnon was yeah. the moderator. It was fantastic.
3: It was really interesting. It was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. Got good. put some good thoughts, interesting thoughts about the show in my head. And it really extremely invigorated me to be like, I do need to see the show again. And then yeah. I went and saw the show again yeah. this week. Um, and I was blessed by TDF and was sitting in the front row. Amazing. And it was fucking incredible. hmm yeah, it was yeah, great. I'm glad I saw it again.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad we went. That was the first one of those events I'd been to. So, um, talkbacks are always funny, especially when there's you're not there wasn't a show immediately preceding. Mm. But this was a it was a good one. It was good
3: because yeah, I, the experience I had at the other one I went to with Bill Condon, like when you go to a talkback after a show. In our experience, 99% of the questions get asked are dumb Dumb questions. They're things that are Googleable, and (laughs) they're like stupid questions. Like, how did you memorize all those lines? How did you make the bricks look so real? Like stupid questions Mm -hmm. that like, stop asking those because they're dumb. Give me advice about I want to be an actor. No. Guys, just if you Googled advice for actors, all it's going to tell you is to get involved with as much theater as you possibly can, stay in (laughs) school, connect with people Who have good energy and who you like and like you and just keep working for it. There. Boom. You never have to ask for advice again. Nope. Nope. There you go. Yep. Um, But at these events, I find the questions that the people are asking are thoughtful and interesting and provoke discussion as opposed to...
0: Yeah, and somebody... I liked the wigs. You know, how'd you make them? <laughs> well, I like to know that. Um, <laughs> and some woman brought up how she, part of it made her uncomfortable from the original mm. production and to this one. And I thought without excusing what was written, they explained right. how they approached that section. I
3: thought, you know, I was thinking about that woman a lot mm-hmm. because the question she asked, or, or she said that the um, when she saw the original... She was really upset with the scene, um, the, with there's Fran, like a, the character Fran.
0: Right. So there's like a women's group. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I forget. But they basically are supporting each other. Yeah. And, it, and uh, one, there's a range of women. One is like a pretty, I would describe her, especially the way the audience sees her, as kind of a militant feminist. Yes. Then like a housewife. And Heidi's friend and Heidi and Heidi's friend is probably in between those two people, mm-hmm. and then this new woman because this like young, young eighteen woman. year old comes into the group and is like, "I'm here for the group." Right. So yeah, and so the woman was
3: felt like the script and the show was making fun of Fran, the militant lesbian feminist character, and she was like, I, "It upset me and I didn't like it. Why would you make fun of that character?"
0: And I like and the idea of the group and the in idea general, right
3: that it was like you were mocking women who find empowerment and comfort in the company of other women and find it important and helpful to do things like look each other in the eye and say I'm so glad you're here I love you I'm going to hug you you know mm-hmm. like yeah but people think that's like corny and yeah. want to laugh at yeah. it and yeah I thought the things that Pam McKinnon said about it um, were like. Uh, Thoughtful and interesting and great And I thought they had good answers to it And I also I wish Upon seeing it again I was really struck by Like I really wish I could like go find That lady and be like Go reread the character Of Lisa and how Because basically what Pam said is like If you read Hmm. the script The script is making fun of her. Yeah. It is making fun of them until it's not.
0: Right, exactly. Because
3: it's like they're making fun of them and they're being made fun of and then all of a sudden they become extremely real and you can't laugh at them anymore because they're real fucking people.
0: And because everything is sort of seen through and around Heidi. Heidi comes in as a stranger in this group. Right. Being like, what the fuck is going on here? And then she sort of comes to realize... Oh, okay. I get it. Right. You know, also what I was thinking of right now while you were saying that is just the bullshit of, of that being hilarious to people. But like, I don't know, it just made me think of right now, before you go do an improv show with either your class or your team, my teams were always like, you physically pat each other on the back and you say, I got your back. Meaning mm-hmm. you're not going to leave your right. scene partner out there on their own. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pimp them out. You're not going to strand them. Right. Whatever. I got your back. Yeah. Physically, metaphorically, right. whatever. And like that's what that is. Right. You know? Totally. And if you don't have an improv team, sometimes you need a women's empowerment group. Hey, man.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I can – yeah,
0: exactly. I don't, I just, but like, I don't know. I put that in my head right now like I, when you yeah. That.
3: yeah. It's one of those things that it's like –
0: Cause I probably oh, that's would, so
2: embarrassing. Well, yeah, I
0: would be one of probably one of those people that would walk into one of those rooms and be like, not that I don't think that that's good, right? But where I would be like, this is a little extreme, right? You and know? I would
3: walk in there. I like when that scene started. I was like, I would, I want to marry Fran. <laughs> you either shave your legs or you don't. Yeah, Fran, time travel to me, but only if you want to live in New York, <laughs> which she doesn't. Anyway. What I wish I could say to that woman right. if I found her is to go back and reread the character of Lisa because the care, like, like what Pam said where she was like in that scene, uh, you know, they're laughing at, at the characters until they're not laughing at the characters until they can't. And I think that's actually true of all of the characters, mm-hmm. and especially because like it's a stupid, dumb, stereotypical thing where like you know, the radical feminists look at the cheerleaders and are disgusted by them, and the cheerleaders look at the radical feminists and are disgusted by them. And, like, it's like, stop doing that, both of you. Like, just because you are not shaving your legs doesn't mean that you can pass judgment on women that do shave their legs, you know? And that's sort of some of the energy I was feeling from that woman that asked Mm -hmm. the question. And, like, man, I was... When I watched the show again this week, like, I... I, the show, the part in the show, like last time we saw it, I cried like during the alumni speech. Yeah. And when I saw it this week, I cried in the baby shower scene mm. when Lisa oh, yeah. was like, When when the it wasn't even when she was like oh what are y'all talking about or whatever and they were all like oh nothing it -hmm. was the moment when she when when she like breaks for a moment and then it's like never mind never mind let's get let's not talk about this and she moves along in conversation that moment broke my fucking heart yeah oh gut wrenching gut wrenching it was made it it made me so sad it made me so sad Mm -hmm. to see that woman rejecting. Like female companionship, where these women are like, Tell us, like, we want you to open up. Like, yeah. you can talk about it. You can talk with us and be real with us. And she's like, No, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it.
0: Well, she can't be real with herself yet.
3: <sighs> Broke my heart. Yeah. Love that show.
0: It's good. Everybody should go see it.
3: Go see it. Yep. Get your ticks. It's on the TDF, it's on the Today Ticks, it's on the All the Things. Buy All the tics. Things. They got Rush, I'm pretty sure
0: probably on tkts yeah or at tkts whatever you want to say um, on the boards yep our interview from two weeks ago with seth sykes hey we saw his show this week oh, yeah 54 below Yeah, 54 below seth sykes is still singing judy garland
3: and holy shit am i glad about it me too it was so fucking great it was great There's,
0: i uh oh. Something about him, he, he just... He's got that he's it He's got thing. that thing. He's got that thing. And maybe maybe it's true what he said in the show and in our podcast, that like it was just the songs of Judy Garland. But part of me thinks he's selling himself short, and I want to mm. see him do more I'll songs do besides more. that, you know? Right. but He's an
3: incredible entertainer.
0: Right, right. And I guess if you're not entertained by it, you might not be entertaining. So maybe that's part of it. You know, he's not entertained by songs outside of that repertoire. So ah. he wouldn't be as entertaining. Got it. And maybe that's what it is. But I don't think it's because he's not capable. Sure. Because he was amazing. It
3: was fantastic. It was a great, it was a well-written show. It was yeah. a well-structured show. Yeah. The song choices were phenomenal. His guest was um, Nellie Mackay. And she was bizarre and delightful. Mm-hmm. I like know her name because she's on the boards at right. on the website. The boards. She's on at 54 Below a lot and I see her name pop up and I'm like, I don't know who that lady is. Now I do. I would see her show if I had money.
0: And I guess they worked on Yank together.
3: I have heard the lore of that show, but don't really know it. It's yeah, about me neither. boys, gay sailor boys. I Bobby
0: Steggert, That's all I got. I'm
3: pretty sure it's about gay military something. That's all. Mm. It, no clue
0: On the town? No
3: What? It's on the town <laughs> But everybody's gay? I don't know Pretty sure it's just on the town But everybody's a boy And they're gay Oh cool No clue
0: <laughs> Possibly <laughs> They're all Yankees Right? Because that's what Yank is
3: No I think Yank point. is like Yank my dick
0: I don't think that's what. Oh, it I'm is. Oh, I'm pretty
3: sure that's what it is,
0: isn't I it? Don't also. Think that's. What I'm it pretty is.
3: sure it's yank with an exclamation. It point. is
0: definitely yank. It's definitely an exclamation yank my penis. Point. No, I think it's like like you're hey like you're a Yankee.
3: I guess.
0: <laughs> anyway, if Seth Sykes, that's really still just sings tough more Judy Garland. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Then you should go see him.
3: Absolutely, because he's great. So enjoyable. Yeah. Extremely enjoyable.
0: Mm-hmm. We saw a show again this week that we had already seen. It should have been you. <gasps> mm. And it was great. I enjoyed it even more well, here's the, the second time. If you watched our video review, which if you haven't, you should, we don't, can't really talk about the show because there's a twist in the middle right. of it. And watching it again, knowing the twist, mm. makes you see how much better it's written than you thought it was already. Right. Yes, it's like watching The
3: Sixth Sense mm-hmm, for the second time, mm-hmm. where you all of a sudden are like, "Oh my God, she never said anything to him in the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, he, he's yeah. a ghost."
0: You see the clues, but it was written well enough that you don't see them Ex- yes. if you if right. it's your first viewing. Right.
3: I i I think the show when I saw it the first time was maybe like an eighty five ninety percent, and now it's like a one hundred and fifteen percent.
0: Enjoyable, yes, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like a percent what um, <laughs> percentage yeah. of I really, I, how really, much really I liked it. it,
3: yeah, I fucking loved it, I think the music actually really, really grew on me, yeah, uh-huh. the music really grew on me, um, and i and now I'm like, give me that cast recording, mm-hmm. I will listen to it yeah. lots, I think, yeah, it was, was great. Yeah
0: music worked better the second time. Yeah, and so much. I'm not necessarily sure why. I don't. It was know. our headspace Maybe. or something, or we had better seats this time. I don't listen. Know better if it was seats. That, but I'm just saying helps.
3: the fourth row just it makes the Especially show better
0: in a small like ensemble musical like that.
3: Absolutely, I can you know? see like. We were sitting in the mezzanine the first time, which weren't bad seats. No, no. They were no. Good seats. And they just weren't I, the best seats in the house. I do and
0: think the set <laughs> looked more impressive from up there because yes. it looked much smaller from the fourth row. Was yeah. Like, oh, it's very far forward. Sure. There's a lot of right. unused space. But, like,
3: do you remember the moment when we, this most recent time viewing, when Tyne Daly came back in more makeup than she was wearing before? No. And we both were like, <gasps> Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. It was
3: like she had more makeup on, she had like nighttime makeup on as right, opposed right, to daytime right. makeup on, and she had a different wig on and yes. she had earrings on, yes. and we both went,
0: Oh <gasps> Also, when she like ran off stage, she like The way that the set is, there's like hallways and there are um, archways. So if somebody's running in the back hallway, you can can see see through the doorways. Mm. And there was a part that we weren't able to see where like Tyne Daly runs off. Oh, yes, 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 Through the back hallway to off stage. And she's just running so crazily. It was
3: was kind of like Laura Benanti and Women on the Verge.
0: Yes, it was like tiptoe run. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. It's great. Can we just
3: talk about... Harriet Harris. Yes. Because everyone in the show is incredible, but Harriet Harris is the best.
0: This second viewing, I she was on point.
3: Love Harriet Harris. Everything she is like one of those people who like every thing she does is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like every movement what she was doing with her arms. Were so funny. Arms, everything she
0: did. I can't. Just the fluidity of them, Mm. and like how, like graceful, but also exaggerated they were. I don't know what was happening, but I was living it so
3: good. It's great. I, her faces. What if Harriet Harris did a show at fifty four below?
0: That like, ah, like Mm. open mouth Mm -hmm. smile that she does. That's basically like. Fuck you! Yeah. But with a smile, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so yeah. great. Oh God! What yeah, if Harriet is. Harris did
3: a fifty-four. I, mean, I heard show. you. I, I just wanted. To, I just wanted to make sure that we talked about it. <sighs> oh, I that I would idea go see it as long
0: have. as it weren't Patty Lapone prices. Yeah, I would go see it. Oh my God! It would probably be really fucking incredible. Yeah. 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 Go see so Should Have Been You. everyone go see Should Have Been You and then go see it again and yes. see how
3: yes. more brilliant it is. Yes. Yeah. So see it
0: twice. It's so much fun, you guys. It's really enjoyable. It's a fun musical comedy. You can take your
3: parents. You can yeah. take anybody to this show, actually. Yep.
0: Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I would not say, that it matters, but I don't think there's any bad words. No. Well, I was going to say age-wise,
3: I would probably say... I would probably say like 10 or 12 and up because say. I think the humor is going to be lost well, on anyone right. younger than and that. it's
0: not, there's like some physicalness. But it's not, I don't think it's a very
3: entertaining show for a young for a, person. No, it
0: won't really, key, it's a lot of talky talky. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Right. There's no puppets. Right. There's or, nothing
3: like, and, and it's not like there's any big splashy right. fancy production numbers right. to entertain right. a young right. child right. with flashing colors and lights. Yeah. Yeah. You know. but
0: yeah, ten or twelve, especially if they like theater. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Another Broadway comedy we saw this week. Oh my god, Douglas Sills, yes, in Living on Love.
3: Douglas Sills is Living on Love.
0: Also, the rest of the cast. Was I mean, really, listen, really, really great. It's like I don't be everyone, a dick.
3: everyone's great, but Douglas. Uh, 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 I don't have any words anymore. Like, I just. <laughs> I fucking love Douglas Sills. He is so incredible. He's so... He is like Harriet Harris, you know? Every single thing he did, every look, every movement, every flip of his hair was the funniest thing I'd ever seen.
0: His hair's like its own character.
3: His hair should have its own bio.
0: (sighs) I wish I could remember... See, like... Like, remember his performance in Music in the Air because I don't. All I remember is that it was a bonkers show... There was, like, Polka in it and Kristen Chenoweth and Marnie Nixon couldn't remember her lines. Mm-hmm. But I do not remember Douglas Sells, and that upsets me because I love, yeah, like, now so knowing ago. Douglas Sells, right. you know?
3: Yeah, um, I saw that show uh, three times, and I have, like, the vaguest <laughs> memory of it. <laughs> That's funny. It was the we first time I'd seen Kristen so Chenoweth. definitely now. Yeah, we
0: have to watch them with an eye for like, oh, we have to. Well, remember Well, it'll also this. be
3: interesting in five years how much we remember. Like, it I suppose been you. that's true. The, the minute details of
0: <laughs> things.
3: Yeah, but you know,
0: no, no, I guess that's fair. Because
3: I remember. I mean, I remember really enjoying that show. I don't honestly like specific moments from that show that I can remember. Were the moment when Marnie Nixon forgot her lines because my heart leapt out of my body. Oh. Um. Also, then Sierra scoop picking that line right up off the floor and moving the scene along do you remember that
0: boggles was in it yeah oh no right i don't remember
3: i'm pretty I sure it was you. her Will you look it up just yeah. to check i'm quite sure it was her so marnie nixon it oh, was when
0: ryan silverman he was apparently oh, in it well, also sure
3: i remember enjoying everyone I don't remember anything spe- very much specifically, but but I remember this that part when Marnie Nixon forgot her line because it was one of those moments where it was like you know at encores people have the binders and mm-hmm. stuff, people were holding their binders and all of a sudden it was like there was like a, like two beats and no one said anything and I was and everyone all of a sudden realized that something was not happening mm-hmm. that should be happening yeah like the entire audience was like <laughs> and then um like maybe somebody else said something and then marnie nixon was like looking at her binder like ah. and then sierra <laughs> was like madame shall we go get some cake now or something uh, like that and yeah. like because it was like marnie's line was supposed to be something like let's go get some dear cake. let's go get some cake and yeah. take her off stage or something yeah you go sierra she p- scooped that right oh, up and helped the lovable wonderful national treasure marnie nixon the
0: voice of everyone yes She's the voice, NBC. Yep, yes, that's true. Yes,
3: um, but but anyway, most importantly, you can see Douglas Sills right the fuck now mm-hmm. on Broadway, and holy hell, don't miss it because it is the performance of a
0: lifetime. I know. It's he's just he's so funny.
3: He's so incredible. He has this energy that is incredible, and yes. like, uh just a joy to watch.
0: The audience was just loving it. We were
3: just putty, putty in his hands. Putty,
0: Pudding or putty? Putty. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the cast was fantastic as well.
3: Really, really, I mean, really great.
0: LaDiva Renee Fleming, oh, her Broadway debut. She
3: was so fucking hilarious. Saying
0: English words in front of an audience, <laughs> speaking them out loud.
3: You make it sound like there's no no dialogue in some of the operas that I've... I mean, the opera I saw her in, there was dialogue.
0: Oh, was there? Yes. The Merry Widow? Yes. Yeah. As I was saying that, I
3: realized that most most, operas don't have dialogue, but the one that, the only singular opera I Mm -hmm. have ever seen that she happened to also be in, there was dialogue. That's
0: funny. Alright, fair enough. But yes, it is rare. (laughs) So
3: I have already seen her speak English words to an audience. Well,
0: great. But. But.
3: This was comedy. comedy. Well, I guess *The Merry Widow* was comedy. This was a different kind of comedy, though.
0: This was a Broadway comedy. This is a
3: Broadway comedy, and it—I well, enjoyed it so much. She I was
0: great. laughed my fucking face off the entire time. We got to hear her sing, her sing, which
3: was gorgeous.
0: Also, like, can you imagine that she usually performs in large opera houses, mm. and we got to hear her sing in that mm-hmm. rather intimate Broadway theater? Mm.
3: Extremely. When I yeah, when I saw her at the Met, I was like, Holy right. hell, this room is enormous. Yeah, Whoa. Met. Never been to the Met before. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so it was fucking fantastic. I enjoyed the set. The set was wonderful. The set was Very, great. very good. Um costumes, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Her costumes breathtaking. Yes. Renee's
0: costumes that were blue wonderful. dress, that first blue dress that she oh, came in. Oh god,
3: and- she looked so incredible. I know. Radiant. Yeah. Just her hair.
0: Oh, that wig. Oh,
3: that hat. The hat. Both and then hats. Her other hat. Yep.
0: That hat fell off. Yes. And it was
3: beautiful. It was so beautiful. Yes. Mm. To
0: everything about mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. The dog. The dog's hat. The dog's hat. Oh. Trixie the dog. Puccini is the character's name. Oh, that is so good. So good.
3: The part when she called to Puccini and he came oh, running to her. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Guys, delightful. please go see this show. I could not I just, I laughed. I laughed
0: yeah. so much. Jerry O'Connell, Anna Klumsky, great. Also Anna Klumski has a little singing in there. And we're like, and hey girl. She can sing. Girl. She just does a couple of like runs. Right. Pretending to be an opera singer. But I was like girl. Hey, that's not bad. You got it. Hey. Yeah. Let's cast her in a musical. Hey, hey. Veep the musical.
3: Yes. First um, first Ladies the musical. Mm, first Daughters the oh, musical. yeah clinton the musical she mm-hmm. can only do political shows
0: only political shows oh, nice. and and the synchronization of blake hammond and scott robertson oh my god
3: they were so fantastic really funny really great. just great I their bits i like the bits that they were doing with the scene changes i thought it was a really smart direction mm-hmm. choice yeah
0: absolutely um,
3: to fill the fill the scene changes mm-hmm.
0: great just a funny show Really, really, really funny. Really. Douglas. Delightful.
3: Douglas Sills. I, I'm so in love with him. Oh, my God. He is so fucking hilarious. Yeah, He's so funny. Just so funny. And you know what I liked? I liked the ending. The ending was so sweet. Like, so... there was a moment that I thought was going to be the ending mm-hmm. when everything was crazy. Yeah. I thought that the curtain was going to go down in this crazy moment and that it was going to be end as like a madcap comedy that it, oh. had, it had been. And then it didn't. It no. ended in like this really sweet, right. lovely moment between Douglas and Renee
0: yeah. that I was all about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jody Pietro. Oh, Great. Fantastic, just funny stuff, funny, funny great. stuff, and great direction, as you said earlier, by Kathleen Marshall. Well, I, mean, I mean Kathleen
3: Marshall. I mean, come on, of course. I mean that team, all yeah. of them. I mean it was just yeah a complete joy from start to finish.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. Oh, I would like to see it many times. I would definitely see this then show again. See it several times after yeah. May thirtieth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you can see it. Go see it immediately. It's at the Long Acre, Douglas Go get Sells. your tickets. Yep. Bring your parents. Parents would love this. Show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Bring someone that likes opera, if you know one. Sure.
0: Well, God, be like, I got something for you. Uh, I mean, you want to see Renee Fleming, right? It's being like, fun. Pee themselves. Yeah. Yeah. God, she's incredible. She's incredible. Wow. Yeah. It's so her voice. Funny. Oh my God. Oh my. And God, so funny. Yeah. So
3: <laughs> funny that line she yeah. had about becoming a mezzo. Oh. <laughs> such a good line. Oh my God. It was so funny. (laughs) I don't completely understand it, but I thought it was very funny. Yeah. But I'm sure you, I'm sure you understood it on a level that is.
0: And then that means that like the line itself and her delivery of the line were funny enough to reach someone who doesn't fully understand that. But it's Because I, the like, only part
3: of that that I understood is that I'm like, as people get older, their voices change, right? And I am assuming that in the opera world, a soprano is preferable soprano to a mezzo. The, the soprano is like important. the ingenue, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mezzo is like the character, qu- character role. role. <laughs> yeah, got it. So or she was an like, older oh.
0: role, got it. So she yeah. was like, oh, God. or a little okay. boy role, right? Like Hansel and Gretel. Hansel is played by a mezzo. A mezzo. A mezzo. Yeah. That's
3: yeah, and that line um, she had the about... the tenor line, too. Right. I mean, it's the same thing. Oh, and every like, time Douglas Sills called Jerry O'Connell shiny boy.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> also, I just really liked... I don't know why. It must have been in the writing and also their delivery, but I liked when they were just calling each other husband and wife.
3: I loved that. Right? I loved it that. It was really cute. It was yeah. It was like their thing. Yeah. It was very sweet.
0: Was like, yeah. What? Especially because sometimes they would do it. In anger. Right. You know?
3: I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed it Ugh, so much.
0: Go see it, Living on Love. I saw the show buzzer at the Public Theater, which closes on the 26th. So, you everybody should go see it cuz mm. it's really great. Yeah. It's really great. It's it's exploring gentrification, which is a topic oft discussed especially mm-hmm. right now and like in plays it's kind right, of like yeah. Since it's such a hot button social issue, people are exploring it in plays. But it, there's an interesting twist on it. So Buzzer takes place in sort of a, an unnamed New York neighborhood that to me sounds like bed in Brooklyn. Cool. It's like just starting to be gentrified. There's like a coffee shop and, and like, you know, something else. But there's still like the projects. But there's cool. new luxury high rises that are going uh-huh. in. So this one character played by Grantham Coleman, he comes back to his neighborhood he used to live there. He grew up there. He was in those projects. I don't know if it was actually the projects, but when it was just like right. a poor neighborhood. He lived there with his mom. Now is a big fancy lawyer and is buying a luxury apartment Ooh. Ooh. with his white girlfriend. Hey. Um, Tessa So does that mean Ferrer. he's black? He's black. Did I not say that? <laughs> nope. He's black. Tessa F-ferrer, Ferrar mm, is who plays huh. his girlfriend. And... He's like really excited because he's like, I'm, I love this neighborhood and it's getting better,
1: Mm. but
0: I also want to get in the ground floor Mm. because it's going to get better. Better. Yeah. And then his childhood friend comes back into their lives who's white and he is like a junkie. He was just out of rehab and he doesn't have a job, but he needs a place to stay and stay clean. And the guy's like, "Yeah, of course you can stay here." And his girlfriend is like, "What the fuck, man!" And yeah, rookie move. <laughs> yeah. So throughout the play, you realize why that was such a big deal um, mm. for anyone. Who Intrigue. Wants to see it. So what's interesting about this, aside from the fact that it is a black man coming back to his neighborhood to help gentrify it, what color is the um, junkie? He's white
3: oh you said that I'm sorry
0: that's okay his friend is is from a rich family but when he had all of these problems his parents kicked him out and Mm. he went and lived with his friend in this shitty neighborhood of let's just say bed Mm -hmm. and they both have very different memories of it Mm. and so it sort of just plays with that idea of who's actually from where Mm. like you know the junkies like I lived here I know what it's like but even though he was the junkie and the black kid was the good student, mm-hmm. it still wasn't the white junkie's neighborhood. Right. And that's sort of the thing that people would associate mm-hmm. with that neighborhood, not necessarily the smart black kid who's right. doing his best oh, as, in school. God damn it, why didn't
3: I see this show? Well,
0: and then you, <laughs> then you bring into the, the present day situation this white girlfriend who is starting to have to deal with harassment issues from the neighbors because not only is she a white woman living in a luxury apartment building in this gentrified neighborhood, they also become aware that she is dating a black man. So they make a lot of comments about, we know you like black dudes and shit like that. She dealing with her white guilt issues and also with the fact that she has a black boyfriend doesn't want to bring that up with him because she doesn't want to make it a thing. Right. And, like, it all just sort of builds and builds and builds. And there's a confrontation with those guys, between everyone, mm. and it just is a mess. Yeah. And nothing's really resolved. Mm. And I think it, that's one of the most important things about the show.
3: Yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah. Damn it. Give me a time machine. <laughs> oh. So, if you can get to the public this week, sounds go see been, it. I don't fantastic. think anything I said was really spoilery, mm-hmm. so I think you're fine. <laughs> Most of that is available.
3: Well, you only um, have a week to see it, so you are yeah. got spoiled or you're going to yeah. go see it or you already saw it. Yeah.
0: So we have some casting news to talk about. Um, two more cast members of Little Shop were announced in addition to Ellen Green. Yeah. The original Audrey, mm-hmm. with two young men, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal as Seymour, which is interesting to me. It was not the yeah. one that I was actually excited about. Although I love Jake Gyllenhaal, right? I think even though he's like done real hunky stuff lately, if they shave his beard and dress him nerdy. He can he can play nerdy. He's done it before.
3: Uh, no, I'm I not think buying he can it. Do it.
0: Not buying it. The d-
3: day, day after it.
0: tomorrow, he was nerdy in that. Um, no. He he's nerdy. He's like she's all that. I'm not saying he's not beautiful. I'm just saying he's nerdy. I just don't. I'm sorry.
3: I don't see it. It's just. I mean, prove me concert. wrong, Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, sure. Prove me wrong, but I. You know me. I'm usually no, not like this, but I'm just like, I saw that casting and I was I was like, whatever.
0: But I'm really excited for Taron Killam as the dentist.
3: Yeah, he's probably going to be fantastic. Can I he sing? Wait.
0: He can totally sing.
3: Okay, great. He
0: was in a Disney Channel original movie Ooh, Stuck in the oh Suburbs where he played a pop star Whoa, What before Saturday Night Live.
3: What? Yeah. Does it, oh my God. What? Does he like talk about that or is he embarrassed by it?
0: I think he talks about it, but he's probably also embarrassed by it. No, local. you gotta own it,
3: man. You gotta own well, it from Justin to Kelly, just know, like that. You gotta in, own it
0: in that kind of way, though, where he's right. like, "Oh my God, look at my hair! I had frosted tips and oh, flat ironed bangs."
3: Man, you know? Oh God, that sounds horrible. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I check think it
3: he's gonna be great. I mean, I'm. I just Jake Gyllenhaal. Like really? Also, I'm like, like you know, I'm, I'm like a little confused and baffled by this production. Well, whole this thing, whole thing. I mean, because you're like. I love Ellen Green, and I'm sure we'd all like to hear her sing, you know, Mm -hmm. of what's that somewhere that's green. Right. I want to hear her, but, um, but casting, it was just really, when they cast her, I was like, I'm so curious who else they are going to cast. Are they going to try and find people her age or are they just going
0: to, and they were like, no. Well, what I I think is interesting is that, it sold so well with just Ellen Green being announced, they added a second date. Right. So why they think they, have to they stunt need cast, those big, giant They probably names. already well, had Jake Hall cast. That's totally true. And they true. just announced it yeah, in yeah, that way. You're totally right. That's what I was just, as I was like Processing saying that it, sentence, I was like, oh, this is probably happened months and right. months ago. Right. But I think that it's interesting. It does make more sense now if they weren't sure, you know, Ellen Green is Ellen Green, and, and right, the theater right. community loves her, but well, does that mean are going almost sell You're out welcome. city center?
3: Ellen Green can sell Apparently, out city centers, yeah. so you know what? Trust women yeah. to sell tickets. Listen,
0: I don't think it's going to be weirder than that Faust musical. Last
3: Listen, season. I didn't I know. see it.
0: And I saw it because you went somewhere.
3: I had the first meeting of the birds and the bees. Oh, right. It was our and first I took together. your ticket.
0: Yeah. And it was weird. It was fun to be able to see mm. Randy Newman and to tell my dad that I saw Randy Newman. Right. Um, but other than that, it was Yeah.
3: Weird. I guess because I didn't see that and the shows that I saw from the off center season last year were tick, tick, boom and pump boys and dinettes, which were basically like, it was like a, a really fast production mm-hmm. of a regular right. encore show where it right. was like a Show It was right. like a performance. It was like a full yeah. show that this with Ellen and Jake, then I'm like, okay, but now you're kind of, I mean, you're, I mean, honestly, like you, it's like you are breaking the reality of the show, mm-hmm. but not necessarily except for how much she wants to sell down, have kids and <laughs> have <laughs> yeah. stuff like that.
0: Yeah, When well, they can adopt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a
3: thing, and we're going to see it. It's true. I'll be happy to see Ellen Green. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I love Ellen Green.
0: Well, the other casting news was we got our two leads for the Gloria Estefan musical. Get on your feet, Estefan. Yeah, yeah.
2: Is I that how you say, say
0: it? it. No. I just wanted <laughs> oh. to say that. Estefan. Well, yeah. I mean, I it was exaggerated, but you know, Gloria Estefan.
3: I am white, and I'm ignorant, how would I pronounce it? Oh, Gloria I mean, Stefan.
0: Yeah, you'd just say it. Is
3: that like, am I pronouncing her name wrong? No. Is that like when you say quesadilla?
0: No. no.
3: Okay, just checking.
0: Because it would be like saying quesadilla instead of like quesadilla. Quesadilla. Yeah. It's not wrong. It's just it not would with be, an accent. I it's just fine. think it
3: would be more wrong if I said oh, I'm just going to go have a quesadilla. Well, yeah. Right? It's like when my quesadilla. dad says, oh, let's go have a croissant. croissant. <laughs>
2: Like, Dad,
3: you grew up in Bellevue. I know.
0: I I was just being funny.
3: Okay, no, I get
0: it. It's midnight.
3: I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so tired.
0: So, playing Gloria Estefan Mm -hmm. is newcomer found at an open call in Miami. Just like Leah Salonga. Ana Villafanier. Very exciting.
3: I was actually legitimately, like, really, um, I mean, because we'd heard some rumors of casting. Yeah. Um, And when I found out that it was a complete unknown person, I was like, oh, shit. I bet she's fucking incredible right. whoever she is. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have cast her if she wasn't. Yeah. Absolutely fucking yeah. incredible. So I'm... If I'm expecting Sutton Foster and Thoroughly Modern Millie uh, from her. Whoa.
0: Whoa. That's not fair of you. <laughs> I
3: mean, I'm excited. I'm not like, hold, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I hope that I'm not like holding her, you know, like to I'm going to too, be high, of a too high of a standard, but I'm I'm just really excited yeah. to find out sure, sure. How, what this new talent is.
0: I'm excited. And I'm also super excited because one of my boy crushes of Broadway is playing Emilio Estefan. Josh Segarra. I hope he has a boy band number. <laughs> That's all I can say. Who's he playing? He's playing Emilio Estefan, uh-huh. her husband. Got it. Her producer, musician, entrepreneur, <laughs> husband. That's how playable. curious describes
3: it. I'm curi- cautiously, curiously optimistic about this show.
0: That's a lot of adjectives. Yep. Me too. Yeah. I mean, listen, we've seen great biome musicals and, and we've, we've seen, seen terrible, terrible biome musicals. Yeah. So.
3: But hey, you know what? Let's get... Let's get that untapped Latina audience into the Broadway shows. I
0: mean, Jerry Mitchell's directing, so. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm looking to see, I'm trying to see if if there's a book credit. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Jerry Mitchell's directing, but Sergio Trujillo is, <gasps> choreographing. <gasps> is choreographing. Interesting. Um, I'm not. I'm not seeing a book credit. uh Oh, so that is what is interesting to me. At least that's in this troublesome Um, that doesn't mean there isn't one announced. And you know, I'm sure you'll all tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, but that's that's where my hesitation lies. Gloria Estefan and Emilio Estefan. I'm sure can put on a great show. Whether I'm sure that whatever the show musical, is,
2: I will
3: be entertained.
0: Entertained, yes, mm. yes. But we'll see. I'm excited. I do. So that's in October, but another summer musical that was announced is the riveting story of the song "Amazing Grace."
3: Oh my God! Okay, so but like legitimately, I believe this show just had a production somewhere, like in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when that was announced, I like had lo- I like looked at their website yeah. and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?
0: I know. Is this show? I know about? it seems crazy.
3: It sounds like nonsense. Um, what?" Like literally the description is just like the the incredible story about the song Amazing Grace. Yeah. And you're like what does that mean?
0: <laughs> Who was in it? Initially? Riveting. I'm just
3: curious. It was
0: Josh Young. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aaron Mackey. Oh. Yeah. So curious. And listen, the production photos look amazing. I did look production at some of the value
3: Production value is high. It
0: looks good. All right. I will
3: say, yeah. I, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say cautiously curious. Yeah. 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 Cautiously curious about this one. We'll see. The boy is mine. I feel like we can't <laughs> talk about Brandy without everyone. Every conversation I've had about Brandy has been me singing that right. song. Right.
0: Well, also. You know, the show is a little bit that she's going into. Chicago, there's a little bit of fighting over a boy. All right. Yeah, right. There's a lot the of fighting fun. over different uh, boys. That
3: song that show, was my fucking jam mm. in middle school. Well, my here's jam. the thing.
0: We got to talk to Brandy <gasps> at a press event for Chicago. We got to talk to Brandy yes. and also Amra Faye Wright, who's playing her Velma Kelly. Yes. And who's who we saw. Velma to many a Roxy. Many
3: a Roxy. She actually, by our calculations, yeah. We she has her. actually, we asked her if she had broken Yule Brenner's record and she was like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know how many performances he has done. I took a w- wild guess mm-hmm. and said 10,000, which is That's like... That's
0: too many. It was like like it was like 42,000 or something. Way more than he actually did. I mean, forty two. I just, I just, I Ugh. knew
3: it was like a big number right. and I just threw a big, what sounded like a big right. number out. But actually... Um, by our calculations we think she may have beaten yeah. his record yeah so we're I'm actually like i wanna i want follow up on that one yeah. and find out yeah
0: it's- but here is a little snippet of brandy singing with the boys and our interviews with brandy and amra
1: yeah everybody me my name is Fay Wright
0: and I play Velma Kelly. And you've been playing Velma Kelly for quite some time, correct? I
1: have, yes, for uh, 14 years. Do you know your exact uh, performance count? No, I don't. But I do believe I'm the longest running Velma at this point in time. <laughs> I should really keep count of that, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's uh, well into the thousands. Mm.
3: Congratulations! Yeah, we were wondering uh, how much longer you have to go before you can overtake Yule Brenner's record in *The King and I*. Ooh, wow! What is his What is his record? Like ten thousand or something like oh that? My
1: gosh, I hope to goodness <laughs> oh that I don't ever get that far. <laughs> I'll be doing Velma in a Zimmer frame. <laughs> We saw you in Chicago when you were in with Cara Diaguardi, and it was fantastic. Oh, thank you. I love Cara. She was so much fun and so wonderful. And she brought something really special and interesting to the show as well. Do you find, since you're sort of
0: the pro in this situation, Chicago brings in a lot of people who aren't used to being on the stage, that you really are
1: there to help them along through the process? I think that always happens yes um, uh, you know for someone who hasn't uh, had the experience of Broadway yet it can be quite daunting um, even though they've done fantastically in other areas I think um, and it's, it's uh, uh, if, if they have the right attitude and willingness which Brandy has in bounds then we are there to support them all the way
2: and I'll to my place. My name is Brandi Norwood and I play Roxy Hart in Chicago for my first time ever. Congratulations Thank on making you your nice. Broadway debut. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm really blessed. This is such a great opportunity and I love my character. I just can't wait to bring it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. From what we saw, you're going to bring it. You think Absolutely. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think so? Y'all didn't see two of my mistakes? I made like two mistakes. No,
0: no. not at
3: all. Good. So now that you're part of the Broadway community, are you going to be like joining the softball league
2: or hanging out at Blockheads on Saturday? Yeah, there's a
3: softball league. Are you you serious?
2: I'm coming to the softball league. Yes, but I may have a show that night. Uh, It's (laughs) in the morning and afternoon, so everybody can do the softball. Everybody goes to the softball league? That's what I'm talking about. I'm coming to that softball league. Y'all be ready. Yes. Okay. You heard That's it here. I'm athletic. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Hit some Did home runs. Yeah. On, on and off Broadway. Yes. Yeah. I'm ready. Y'all let me know. Let my people know. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll email your people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only have one person. You can just... <laughs> <laughs> so your mom has been here via FaceTime yes. this whole the press junket. Okay. Yes. Okay. So my mom, right? She's like my biggest fan. So throughout my career, you know, she's managed me, she's just been there throughout my entire career. And you know, she has this thing like go brand, go brand. She always says that. And that always gives me like a boost of confidence and like a comfort, Mm -hmm. you know, so she couldn't be here today. So I said, we should FaceTime mom. And then of course, before you guys got in, she's like, go brand, go brand. And that made me feel good. So she's been on FaceTime this whole time, watching me do the interviews, watching me do the performance. So it was like, she was here. So I was thankful for that
0: that's great so then in the audience on your opening night
2: (laughs) yes she's coming to that so we shall listen for somebody saying go brand no cause she said cause she said cause in Broadway you can't be screaming out some go brand you can't do that on Broadway you know what I mean so she said that she won't do it on Broadway but I can see her and she'll be like and that's that's it you know she'll mom it
0: Mm -hmm. We are so excited to see you. (laughs) Me
2: too, thank you very much. You guys are so cute! You're
1: so cute!
0: Loved her in Cinderella. Loved her on Moesha.
3: It's that song I really liked that she did. Yeah. The boy is mine. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update, guys. Carolee Carmelo's show opened on Broadway this week. Finding Neverland. So, yep the um, the Carolee Carmelo show. No, I'm just kidding. That
0: <laughs> would have been <laughs> scandalous.
3: <laughs> oh, memories. Um, Ooh, so Grisabella. what? Nothing. Crisabella.
0: Memory. Oh,
3: yeah. Um. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> At the opening night, there was this unbelievable step and repeat photo of Carly Carmelo that you should definitely go find on the interwebs. I posted it on my Twitter, Patty. Mm-hmm. Nope, not Patty and Emily. Nope, that's not my Twitter. that's not it. <laughs> Emily Faye Oakley. Mm-hmm. So you can find it on my Twitter or you can just like Google for it. But seriously, I saw this picture. I dropped my phone. And I was like, I need everyone to see this photo because she looks so beautiful and also Jessica Rabbit musical Mm. right now. She's giving so much Jessica Rabbit on that red carpet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
3: flawless. So I just loved all those pictures of her and Laura and Teal. And also, can we talk about how Laura's dress was very similar to Carolee's Tony dress from Scandalous? Yes. So Carolee's a trendsetter. Mm. She's a goddess of the step and repeat. Mm -hmm. And she is the love of all of our lives. All of our lives. All of us. I've decided for all of us that is the love of all of our well, lives. Well, that's it,
2: guys.
0: We're all taken.
3: Exactly. We did it. We found our our the love of our lives. Mm.
0: <laughs> now it's time for the Laura Bonanti tweet of <laughs> the week. On April sixteenth at twelve forty nine p.m., Laura Bonanti tweeted, "I refuse to buy a pair of shoes I can't run away from someone in." <laughs> yes, good Me advice. Me too, Laura. Good advice. Yes. That's funny. It's one of our favorite things to notice when we watch mm. TV shows and movies, especially like lady detectives mm-hmm. wearing like impractical You're like, footwear. Guys, let come on. Yeah. No, yeah, Keep,
3: women who work on their feet all day. I mean, humans that would work on their feet yeah. all day don't wear those shoes. Except you can't fight queens. crime in a six inch heel. Drag queens can. That's true.
0: That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us
2: your topic suggestions, questions, Dreamcasts, et cetera, And in the meantime, go, go see live theater.